right, so before I start the show today, um, I want to give a special shout out to Ron, though, 215. Um, last week, Ron hit me up in the DM and said, yo, man, where's my shout out? I rock with the show. And he's right. He does rock with the show. So I told him next time. And I'm a man of my word. So Rondo215, what's up, boy? <laughs> All right. Um, moving on. Um, today's show is a special show. Um, we have the incomparable Hood Estates um, power couple, Packy and Sandy. Um, just a few words about Packy and Sandy, man. Um, to be honest with y'all, I really didn't expect to be able to get them on the show this early um, because they have a very large following. And, you know, we're the little guys over here, Truck and Hustle. We just getting started out. And, um, you know, I thought it would be, you know, take some time, you know, get some social clout before, you know, um, 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 somebody like like of, of, of their status, you know, would, would recognize what we're doing over here. But, um, you know. They're real people, man. Um, I reached out to them um, through a connection um, through the brother Carl Stewart Jr. Um, and and we'll go more into that into the podcast. But I reached out to Packy and Sandy, man. They got right back to me um, like real ones do. They said, "Let's do it." Um, two days later, you know, we were on the podcast making it happen, and we put together a really a really dope show, man. This show goes really deep. We talk about, um, you know. Not only business, but we talk about family. We talk about relationships. We talk about a whole lot of stuff, man. We talk for almost three hours. So I had to break this show up into two parts. This is part one. I hope y'all enjoy it. And um, you know, you know, this this is is it's exciting, man, to watch this show continue to grow. Um, keep on supporting. Listen, do me a favor. I need y'all to to comment and 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 leave some comments in the uh on the on the on the uh on the show man we need comments man uh, i'm getting a lot of love but i'm not getting no comments i need i need y'all support you know that helps the algorithm suggest the show and 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 spread awareness and and so forth and so on so let me stop rambling on let me let the the the, the show get started with no further ado um so put your ears on and if you smell something burning it's only your desire What's up, y'all? This is Ramel Watley, and welcome to Truckin' Hustle, a podcast for trucking entrepreneurs. If you want to learn about the trucking industry from the business side of things, you're in the right place. Every week, I interview the people who are making it happen on a daily basis. I get them to share their successes, their failures, and sometimes even their secrets. The goal is to show you how you too can create financial freedom in the booming trucking industry. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Stay focused, stay on your journey. Um, don't worry about who's watching because God's watching. And, and he'll, he'll bring whoever and whatever you need yeah, across your path. You, mm, on, you. Yeah, you, 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 you don't have to go look for nothing. He'll bring it all yeah. to you. Turn my mic up. For you. Take there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on the road to the riches. Life takes a toll like bridges. Good friends become foes and snitches. Better watch who knows in your business. Hood Estates is in the building. All right, so check it out, y'all. So, 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 um, if if y'all have been under a rock um, for the last couple of years and you have not heard the name Hood Estates, um, first I want y'all to, to to get on your phones, go on Instagram, and type in Hood Estates. Right, I'm gonna give y'all a second. All right, you checking it out? Okay, 
There you go. All right. So this is this this is a movement right here. These guys have a crazy following. Um, they are the pioneers of the the passive trucking movement. Um, the pioneers of uh, real estate investing. I mean, there's so much that we could get into with you guys. I'm so anxious and so happy and excited to have you here. You know, well, well, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. Hey, we appreciate you and what you're doing uh, for the movement, man. We, we've been watching, man, we've been watching. That's a beautiful thing. Now, I, I wanna tell the audience how this whole thing happened, just, just to kind of put some context around everything, right? So yeah. when I was getting the show started, I mean, I, I've only been doing the show for about a month now. And when mm -hmm. I was getting started, you know, I got on Instagram and I was trying to find, you know, other people, like-minded people in the game who I could reach out to and have these kinds of conversations, right? So right. of course, you know, the first thing I did was I got on the Hood Estates Instagram and I started following and I'm, and I'm look every time y'all post something about trucking, you know, everybody who comments, I'm following them. I'm following, <laughs> right. I'm following them. So I could, you know, kind of, kind of start building that rapport. And, and, and I come across a gentleman by the name of Carl Stewart, okay. right? So, so Carl Stewart is one of your students. Right. right? Sh shout to Carl Stewart. And um, oh, we, we, we start building a little bit of rapport and so forth and so on. And, I, and you know, I, I say, Carl, you know, I'd like you to be on the show to talk about, you know, what you got going on. And, you know, Carl's like, yeah, man, no problem. So, so Carl hit me the other day and he's like, yo, man, you know what? Before I get on the show, I think it's only right you know, that, that, that you talk to the, 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 the innovators of this whole thing, man. You got to talk to Packy and Sandy first. And I said, listen, listen, man, I would love to talk to them, but I don't know if they'll talk to me, man. I'm the little guy, you know what I mean? <laughs> guys, okay. These guys have, have a, a huge following, you know what I mean? And I don't know if it's, it's the right time for me to reach out to them. And, you know, so I, I, I don't know if it's time for that yet. So he said, nah, man, they're good people. Reach out to them and, you know, they'll get back at you. So what I, you know, immediately after that conversation, I DM'd you guys, you got, you guys got right back to me. You said, yeah, we'll definitely do the show. And, and, and that just put some context around two things. Number one, the type of respect and, and, and the reverence that your people have for you. You know All what right. I mean? To have that loyalty to say no before, before I get on the show, you need to, you need to have these guys on the show and speak oh, to them man. first. You know, yeah. and, 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 and two, the fact that you guys got right back to me and were willing to come on the show on my small platform, knowing the platform that you've built over the years. You right. know what I mean? Because right. you, I'm going to run this show up. You know, I'm going to run it up. I'm going to have other states all over the place. Oh, that's, we that's, gonna that's, too. We gonna with you. you know what I mean? That's what I'm supposed to do. So, right. so I appreciate you guys taking the time out of your schedules. I know you have a lot going on. And, and it really means a lot to me. So I just wanted to put that out there publicly before yeah. we got anything started. Well, well, let me let me say this too, man. Here's the here's the amazing part about this because, and you know, we'll talk more, but we're just overall business people. And I tell people the power of building relationships yes. is probably one of the most important things you can do in business. Period. Right. So before you DM'd me, Carl had already shot me a text like, "Hey, my boy's gonna call you this and that, you know, about this podcast." And I'll be honest, you know, we've had a lot of people hit us on podcasts. Mm -hmm. It's not that we. It's just so much is going on. So oh, sure. by the time it goes through our assistant, comes to us, it sort of gets lost in the, you know, track of everything else. And by him hitting me directly, when you hit when you hit us, because what happens is our assistant a lot of times checks the DMs and then, mm -hmm. you know, they'll send us like, hey, this one is not about whatever I normally send. So okay. you know, again, by him hitting us, texting me first, it opened up the door, right. which now has us here now. And it's just a, a testament of building relationships yeah. on both sure. ends. For sure. His, his word on, hey, 
check out my guy. He has a podcast. I thought that you guys should definitely go on there before I did. And I'm like, okay, cool. Let me check it out. Yeah. And here we are now. So just moving forward, you know, whoever's listening here, always remember, it's important to build those relationships. Those relationships can take you a lot further sometimes than money and a lot of other things because, like they always say, it's not who you know, but it's who knows you. That's right, 100%. You know, 100%. So, you know that, that opened up the door. And, and, and countless times in business, I've seen that happen that, you know, oh, well, Pocky, you know, I normally don't do that because my guy told me about you, you know, I'll go ahead and do that. Yeah. And that, right. that, that'll take you far along in business. So I just wanted to toss that out there, you know, how important that is. Nah, for sure, for sure. That's, that's, that's a big jewel for anybody listening, for sure. Relationships are definitely everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, you know, I, I want to warm the audience up. Like I said, everybody here probably already knows you, all right? But for the people who don't, <laughs> The people who don't, I want to really start from the beginning, and I hope you guys got some time because I'm very inquisitive, and I and I, and I want to dig into this into this because what you guys have built is nothing short of amazing, and I mean you 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 guys are role models, you guys are you know um, people that 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 we need to be looking to, and and we need to be modeling ourselves after to be doing similar things, and 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 look, I'm excited, so 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 let's get started, right? Yeah, you guys are just coming off of a, a big mastermind, right? A truck mastermind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 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 tell me a little bit about that. About about the mastermind. What, how did that come about? To talk about that a little bit. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> we ain't tell you how that came about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we all was too clear. The, the, the boss stepped in. The boss stepped in and said, "Hold on, hold on." Go ahead. <laughs> no, no. So, 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 what happened was, um, it was actually my birthday party. Uh, we rented a mansion on the beach in Fort Lauderdale for about a week. And we were there. It was the night of my birthday. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of bottles was being popped. Young Clico. So we're in the pool and, you know, we all are drinking and he's like, Pocky, listen, man, you help so many people, you know, via the, the videos, but mm, yeah. so many people are always asking, you know, about mentorship, you know. <laughs> and I think that we should do some type of mastermind where we can bring everybody in one room, really dig in so they can get to understand, take them on a tour to a, a truck uh, facility where they can understand the process of buying and looking at trucks and the mechanics and all that stuff. And, you know, he's just going on and on. And it's like a one. And I say, look, man, I would love to, but there's a reason why we sell a, a video course. Oh, right. Time, you know, right. 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 So he's like, well, if I, if I come in and help and do most of the legwork, you know, me and Sandy are help with all the legwork, you yeah, know, yeah, okay. yeah, you know, <laughs> would you consider doing it? Okay. Now, under a clear, sober mind, oh, it, it would have been no. It, it would have been just no, man. Nah, okay. Just okay. Four bottles of Clico yeah. later, you know, <laughs> it's like, hey, whatever, man. Right, why not? Why not? Why not? Do whatever, you know. Right. So, it was like this. You want to see it? Yeah. It was just like this. Yo, we live right now. We live, baby. And that's what we about to do a mastermind. It was just again yeah, 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 just that, and that's 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 just again another testament of how I am, and it's just, just something else to a lot of people that may be listening. Okay. Whenever you have an opportunity, sometimes you just gotta do it. Like if you if you think about it too much, most likely you won't do it. You'll you'll find a way to talk okay. yourself out of it. Mm -hmm. So I'm what you call a jumper. Mm. So in our relationship, she's she's an organizer. I'm a jumper. Mm. She plans things out. I just do. Mm. 
right. you know, and figure it out later. And right. it makes a great thing. Mm. So, so what I like to do is force myself into doing things. I'm going I'm, to I'm even give you an example right here. We, 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 keep it, we keep it 100 here, right? <laughs> keep it 1,000. I'm listening. We talked, man, was it Thursday? Wait, wait, let me do a disclaimer. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. This is disclaimer. This is how hooded states do this. Yeah, okay? All right, all right. Let me say, I know that right now. You all right. Do not follow <laughs> unless you know that you are confident that you can handle this. Okay, okay. 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 We just keep it a buck. So, okay, let's you, do it. You reached out, what, we, we talked, what, was it Thursday of this week or Wednesday or Thursday? We, it was Thursday. I believe it was Thursday night. I right. want to say Thursday. So this is basically 40 out, 48 hours later, right? Right, 100%. Okay. What happened was, yeah, tell me. <laughs> I literally said, I'm picking the closest date possible so I don't find a way not to do it. Right. Mm, mm. No, no, tell me what time you told me that I, I was going to be on. I told her, like, last night. <laughs> right. You know. Almost. I, Oh, 11.30. Yeah. So there's a reason behind that, too. So the point I'm making is when I saw the calendar, I'm going to be honest, I looked at dates three, four weeks, two, a month or so out. Right. And I said, listen, I barely be knowing what I'm going to do the next day. Right. So if I try to schedule this too far ahead, I don't know where I'm going to be, what city I'm going to be, what's going to be going on. So here we go again. To lock myself into things, I immediately jump in them. Mm. I, like I forced myself into them. This is how I get things done. So when the calendar date popped up, I picked the first available date. Okay. So I could, it, it, it locked me in. Okay. So I would not be, because I'm going to be honest, two, three, four weeks, a month from now, I might have been like, hey, bro, um, you know, something came up. Can we reschedule again? Yeah. So, <laughs> right, 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 so right, right. I'm telling you, this is, yeah. how I, this is how I do. The reason we have Hood Estates on Instagram is that same reason. Mm. I never wanted to do Instagram. Mm. He kept asking me, so I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to be on Instagram. I, I, I don't believe he hates social media. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a social wow, media. Wow, right? wow, wow. But the same thing. One night, I just, as we was talking about it, and I was like, no, nah, I'm not doing this. The next day she woke up, I was like, I posted on Instagram. We started. She's like, what? I just did it. Right. That's how I have to do. I have to, I have to lock myself in by just jumping. Mm. So, again... Here's another testament and the gym for y'all out there. If you're listening, just do it. You mm. figure out the rest later. Amen. Just you figure do out it. the rest later. So going back to the mastermind, when I jumped on the live and said, <laughs> we're doing a mentorship mastermind. People was like, when? <laughs> um, the end of July. Uh, you know, how much is it? Uh, DM us. We, we, you know, right, 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 right. right. I'm going to say we don't know. Right, you know, right, right. What right. what what's going what is going to entail? This is going to be the bomb, you know. We, we didn't know what it was. Honestly, we did not know what we were doing. We had no idea when it was going to be, where it was going to be for sure. Wow. We just jumped out there. We just knew it was going to happen. And we say we'll make it happen. But you know what? You guys have built that trust over the years in building the brand. Right. It doesn't matter what you say. Right. You know what I mean? When people hear it's time, it's time to go. It's go time. Yeah, that's it. You know that's mean? it. So, so, so that that's again a testament to to the work and the work that you guys have put in. Because a lot of people think they could jump on Instagram, you know, one day and and by the next week they're ready to do their yeah. mastermind and they yeah. think influencers and it don't work like that, man. It, yeah. it takes time to build a following. It takes plenty of 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 a free game. It takes plenty of of, of value and and 
things are put out there to, but before people, you know, say, listen, we trust these people. We're right. behind whatever they whatever they're putting out there. We're behind it 100. percent Right. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. And 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 I started with the mastermind because that's present day, right? right. So right. you guys are now in position to where you can you know, go and pop bottles at a mastermind and have all this massive fun and have people like, when, where, where is it at? You know what I mean? And come and not only have fun, but also learn something, you know, have, yeah. have a takeaway, you know right. what I mean? So now that, that, that's where we're at now, people, but obviously this didn't happen overnight, right? So, so I want to go back to the beginning, you know, tell me about growing up, um, starting with you, Pocky, you know, where did you grow up? Um, tell me a little bit about yourself, man, because I don't know a lot about your history. Right, I, right. I, I know the brand Hood Estates, right. you know, but I don't know you. So tell right. me a little bit about you. G give, me, give me some background. Well, me, I'm, I'm a Miami boy, born and raised in Miami. Um, mother and father, both were from Georgia. Um, and uh, the name Pocky actually is from Africa. It means witness mm. uh, from Nigeria. And they gave me that name because at the time, uh, my dad's name was Clyde, my mom is Emma, and they... It was like, listen, we got these these normal names, country names. We want to name our kids, you know, something from the motherland. So right. uh, me, Paki, my brother, Faraji, and that was sort of how, how my name is. Paki Naja, to be, to be exact. Oh, uh, me and Lucas after birth. Okay. But, um, you know, born and raised in Miami. Um, my mother was a teacher. Father was an architect. Um, but, you know, grew up in the hood because my high school was in the hood. Okay. Uh, we actually, I was born in the projects um, in Miami, and they moved out into a house. Okay, we know that. I need that highlight. Can you write some? I don't, I don't, I don't really. Yeah, he, he never. Yeah, I never really. You, let me say something. You are a star. Stop looking for what you can take and start giving. Yes. 
If you give enough, oh, man. it'll come back. Yes. We go into relationships looking for what I can get out of this relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. Start going into relationships looking for what I can give. Right. You are right. serving right. Okay? Yes. If you go into what I can give, then you'll see how I come back. Oh, yeah. mm. So I went into that relationship. Let me drop them off. Boom. All right. <laughs> All right. Boom. We got a okay. bunk. <laughs> I went into the relationship, and I gave that guy those tracks mm-hmm. for his youth group. And I should have charged him. I probably should have made about two to $3,000, but I was like, nah, you good, man. It's for the youth. You know, I know you're trying to do it for your church and yeah. the youth. Honestly, I didn't know he had as much money as he had at the time. <laughs> <laughs> but right, I did it, right. and I left it at that. Fast forward, I'm talking to a friend who's like, hey, real estate, you know the guy Jeff that brought his youth group to the, to the studio? Mm. Yeah. Man, that guy's big in real estate. He's, he's killing the game in Atlanta. I was like, really? Yeah. Hit him up. I hit him up. He says, listen, man, because of what you did for me, for my youth group, which you didn't have to, because I had the money, mm. I'm going to personally mentor you in real estate. Wow. I'm take you by the hand and show you the game. Yeah. Wow. Like, what? He said, wow. I'm not even going to charge you up front. I'm a, I, I'll get some money after you make your first deal. But because of what you did for me, I'm going to do this for you. He had faith enough yeah. that he knew that he was going to be able to get us to the point where he knew we were going to close a deal, and he would get paid from that. They yep. didn't want no upfront money. No upfront yeah, money. that much confidence. Yep. Wow. You know, so not to take too long, but that started our real estate. Take long, brother. Take long. I I, I don't want to hear it all. Go ahead. Drag it out. Drag it out. So, you know, we started started investing in Atlanta, flipping houses like crazy, you know, after, you know, under his leadership and and mentorship. And eventually, you know, he let us go on our own because we we got the game. And when I say we were flipping fools, we were making a bunch of money. I mean, a bunch of money. and Still living in the hood now. Yeah, at oh, the time, we, yeah, we were still living in the hood. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my yeah, we're still, <laughs> still doing this yeah, in the hood. <laughs> <still> <laughs> it got a little dangerous. Like, people started like, man, wait, wait, some y'all in new cars. Yeah, they, thought we were, they thought we they, were up like dope. Yeah, they, they we was, you know, <laughs> being the dope, the dope family on the block. But, um, right, right, right. You know, it started getting a little hectic to, you know, your homeboys coming like, Bruh, you got to go, man. People, people, Too many people yeah. watching. We hearing stuff on the streets. You mm. like a snack out here, and man. That, and that come from relationships. That come from me growing up in my hood since yeah. I was four. Mm-hmm. So the, my homeboys that have been knowing me for years was the one that did that for me. Yeah, got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got you, got you. It's all about relationships. So we, we got up out of there and moved, but... You know, we we would we would we were I call us flipping fools. We was we was making money hand over foot, fist. You know, flipping really property. And here we go again. Drop the bomb. Boom. Boom. There we go. Another one. Here we go. All right. Flipping property is earned income. Yes, it mm. is. Once you stop flipping, you mm. stop making money. Oh, yeah. It's not real estate investing. Right. I know a lot of people are like. What do you mean? Flipping property is not real estate investing because okay. once you stop flipping, you're not making any money. There's no, there's no, no cash flow. Yeah, it's no cash flow. It's, it's not passive. It's not ongoing. It's not residual. So, you know, if you're not flipping any property, you're not making any money. Right. And what we realized was we were doing only that. So it was good. Now, here's, I'll say this. There's nothing wrong with flipping property right. to make the money. But you need to be taking the money from the property that you're flipping mm-hmm. and investing it into passive streams of income right. or like rental flow. property yeah. or something that's going to bring cash flow okay. and, and, and multiple things. Yes. Right. If you only are flipping property, I'm telling you now, I'm warning you. If, you only, if flipping property is the only thing you're doing, heed this warning. 
Mm. Start taking money and investing into something else. Yes. Get some other streams of income going. Because when you can't flip anymore. Oh, because that will be a time. It will be a time, whether <laughs> it's the market. I mean, think about it. If you, if you injure yourself, you can't go out and, and, and watch those projects and things like that. Now, you can scale your flipping business to make it a passive, meaning you start putting people in place, project managers and, and GCs and all these different pieces to the puzzle. But that takes time to build out. Right. But still, one stream of income is not going to really get you where you need to be, especially right. in this day and time. So sure. we got all our eggs in that basket. Uh-huh. Okay. Right? Everybody know what happened in 2008. Yeah. Mm, real estate. The market crashed. Yep. Yeah. And we were just those people who kept saying, you know what? That was a bad month, a bad quarter. <laughs> this is a bad year. Like, you know, <laughs> two years. Like, it, it just, you know, and, and here we go again. No matter, you go another one. Boom. Boom. Okay. <laughs> no matter how much money you have saved up, if that money is not making you money, it eventually will run out. A hundred percent. That's Since what we did in their that, life. That needs to be said again for the people yeah. in the back. That's the a people fact. in the back, That's let me tell fact. you. No matter how much money you got saved up, if that money is not making you money, it will eventually run out. A hundred percent. And and another thing people don't understand is is your lifestyle expands to the money that you make. Ooh, right? Oh, so, so so when you're making that money, your lifestyle is 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 expanding. And like yeah. you said, that money's not continuously coming in, that, that it stops, and there you go. Now that money's starting to go right back down. It's, it's going yeah. down. We 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 was just being we have like four of the same cars. We went and brought four of the same exact cars in different places. Come on, just doing crazy stuff. We taking forty to fifty people to Disney World. Wow! And and putting everybody, yo, you get this mansion, you get this house. You know, everybody going all paid. We we were doing games. I never forget. We were we were doing card games and stuff. And I'm like, we did fifty. Oh, whoever the winner of this game, you get five hundred dollars. Second and third place get three hundred dollars. Just giving money to like family and friends, just to. You know, paying people's mortgages and light bills and right, and right, 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 right. You know, the the, the jump ahead and I go back when it all was over and we we lost it all. Uh, unfortunately, you know, most of those people uh, we couldn't call on for nothing. Wow. I mean, some of them was in bad situations themselves, but the ones that that wasn't, believe it or not, you know, we got the oh man, I ain't got it. What? Mm. I paid that mortgage. Right, right. Like, I paid that mortgage, yeah, some several times. You know what I'm saying? But you know, the doors doors was closed. And um, but, but I can say this. I'm mm-hmm. gonna say but I can say this. The reason why a, a very important point to that is this: we were feeding something that couldn't grow. Mm. Yeah, mm. That, that, that's what mm. we were doing. Right. We we thought we was doing things to help people, but we wasn't. We were just really doing things to show off. Right. See, that's a difference. It yeah. made us feel good. Right. But we was planting in the wrong soil. Yeah. You can have so, a good seed, but if you plant in the wrong soil, it yeah, won't produce well. a harvest. Hmm. You know. I like that. I like that. So, so yeah. So you know, just going back, like I said, we had all our eggs in that basket, flipping properties. The market crashed, um, and you know, we just kept taking the money that we had. Paying these mortgages, paying, trying to continue, right, trying to keep a good face, trying to continue to live the same lifestyle, like you said. At this point in time, we, you know, we we live off of thirty grand, thirty grand. Oh, that's 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 normal expenses for us every month. Yeah, thirty grand a month. Oh yeah, that's that's just normal. So, no matter how much money you sitting with, three, four, five hundred thousand dollars in the bank, 
30 grand a month coming off of that sucker goes really quick. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, 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 right. You, you trying to maintain yeah. this lifestyle, but it ain't coming in. Yeah. And you know, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't let it go. And we just kept saying next, next month, next month, we're going to be back to closing three properties, making 80, a hundred grand a month. Next month, I already know it's coming back. And next month never came. Never. You know what I mean? To the, to the fact of us being homeless, you know what I mean? Like, literally slept in the car some nights with the kids, you know what I mean? Wow. But, um, you know, it was a it was a learning lesson. All of our eggs was in that one basket. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah. Living unnecessarily above, I won't even say above the means, but like you said, now allowing this income to change your lifestyle. And something you said a minute ago, I, I tell it to people now, people people see us now. Hey, man, why you don't got this? Why you ain't got that? I say, listen, man. I've been down that road, oh, y'all. I, I, I got the T-shirt, the cap, the bumper sticker, whatever. You've been there and done that. Been there, done that. Yeah, like, 100%. I'm not, yeah, I'm not finna live. Like, I'm not finna put my lifestyle at that number right. again. No matter how much money I'm making, because now, now I've learned that what happens is, is, is another one. Boom. <laughs> you, it's nothing wrong with living a better lifestyle and increasing your your means of living. But let's just say you're living off of seventy percent of your income. I tell people your living expenses should be about 50% if you can keep it around there. But let's just say it's 70%. So I'm going to use a simple number. If you make $1,000 a month, all of your living should come up to $700 a month. Okay. So somebody say, well, how do I get to, you know, how do I get to living off of, you know, $7,000 a month? I want to live when you're making $10,000 a month. Right. So right. you can go from $700 a month. So when you go up to Two thousand. Now you're living off of fourteen hundred. Right. So it's not that you can't increase your living, but it should never match what you make. Right. At no point, right. it should stay at seventy percent or low. And what happened was back then, as our income increased, I mean, almost immediately. Like, oh wait a minute, we was used to making five grand a month. We living off of five. Now we making ten grand a month. We living off of ten. Now right. we making fifteen. We living off of fifteen. Right. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, and, right. yeah, you don't even know how it's happening. And believe it or not, the only reason I know we even had money saved, and it's, it's the crazy part. Um, I'll get into it a little bit, one of the things about our savings challenge, but it's amazing now. I tell somebody, there's a total difference from saving $100,000 than just earning. Like, you can do a deal and make $100,000. Don't get me wrong, and that's all good. If you literally save $100,000 over the course of time, it hits differently, as they right. say. Yeah. And the reason I realized our bank account was where it was back then, we didn't save the money. We were just making so much money. So we closed a deal. One time we made a hundred grand in one day in, in, in a closing. So now, okay, boom, we'll take 60 of that and put it in the bank. But it's not, that's not, to me, that's not necessarily saving because it was a regimen. It was just, we made so much money in that lump that we just didn't spend it all. Right. So to now go and get yourself on a saving regimen, Right. Was, was different. You know what I mean? Yeah. You didn't so, take the steps. You didn't take the steps to actually get there, build it to appreciate it. Right. right. Exactly. To appreciate it. Yeah. That's the key. Exactly. So, you know, going through all of that really opened our eyes and, and, you know, losing it all through the crash. Like I said, um, I can honestly say now I'm, I'm glad it happened. You know, I, obviously, you know, I, if things could be different, I would do things different, but that opened up our eyes. It positioned us to where we are now. It helped us understand a lot. And uh, it showed us how to build relationships. Yeah. Not, yeah. not healthy relationships. And, yeah, okay. 
And, you know, just going through that with our family was, 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 was rough, but, you know, we got through that. Um, in fact, we were living with some people and they, their son was working, um, downtown in the, in the courthouse. Okay. He started telling me about tax deeds. Okay. This is, this is after we lost it all. We done, ho- we done house hop to everybody that would let us stay. You know what I mean? Until it got to the point where it was like, oh, you can't stay in the mall. That's a whole nother uh, podcast. We'll talk about that. <laughs> but, you know, finally, um, these strangers who we met at church invited us to their house. And they literally told us, they sat at the table and say, you got to come stay here. And we like, we don't know y'all. And they was like, listen, they said, listen, y'all are good seed. And they told us more about the seed time and harvest. But they say, y'all are good seed. The reason y'all, one of the reasons y'all are going through what y'all are still going through right now is because y'all seed is planted in bad soil. Mm. You can't grow. Mm. So they was like, come here. This is good soil. You will grow. And believe it or not, it almost immediately doors started opening up. It was their son who told, told, told me, hey, they do these tax deed auctions. I know you're in real estate. Do you know anything about tax deeds? And it's amazing. All those years I had did real estate and made all that money, I didn't know anything about tax deeds. Nothing. Ah. I mean, you, you, you hear it, but you're like, okay, that's just another way of real estate. Right. So I started going down with him to the tax deed office because at the time we, we had one out of the four or five cars we had, we had one left that wasn't repoed, right? Okay. okay. That we were hiding. We, we had to hide the car somebody else. <laughs> Parking somewhere we, different every other week. <laughs> yeah, I was moving around. So, you know, basically I had to catch a ride with him to the courthouse. And it forced me because he had to be to work from nine to five. So that forced me to be at the tax deed office Monday through Friday from nine to five. Okay. I'm opening every file. I'm going through every tax deed. I'm going to every auction. I'm right. talking because this is literally my job. I, right, I, I, right, I, right, 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 right. And, and mind you, it wasn't that I wasn't looking for work. She'll tell you. I applied so many places, nobody would hire me. It was like I was overqualified. For the jobs that I could do, I was overqualified. For the ones, I, I, it, it was almost like God saying, I don't want you to work. I need you to get this knowledge because I'm going to take you to another level. And wow. I kept wondering, why can't I get a job? You know, why can't I get a job? But I started going out there with him, learning tax deeds, so to the point where I knew so much because, you know, I was there. Here go another bomb. Boom! <laughs> knowledge is the key. Mm. Knowledge is the key. If you get the knowledge, the money will come. The more you learn, the more you earn. The more you learn, the more you earn. I went down there, and when I say I was at, I sat in every auction, you couldn't tell me I wouldn't bid on all the properties. Because I knew everything about every property that was coming up to auction. And people Mm. was like, how do you know this stuff? Like, I'm in the back, like, oh, well, you know that one has a lien for X amount of dollars. How do you know? Right, right, right. Oh, well, you know that one's. Sir, you know that's not a house. That's a piece of land. You sure? Yeah, I did the research. Wow. Oh, man, how do you know all this stuff? Wow. I'm in the tax office every day. And this, they used to bring out file boxes of, of files. I mean, right. to go through. And you literally have to go through them. They was, they was in folders. Oh, uh, just like this. So happened I got this right here. Yeah. It was in folders <laughs> like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, nightmare. You have to go through each one to find the liens and the back taxes and stuff. And wow. I used to do that because I was I was there all day. They're not that thin. They did. Yeah, they 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 thick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So, and, and that's information that nobody is privy to, man. I mean, right. I, I've been to my share of sheriff sales before, and right. I mean, it's a guessing game. You go in there, and you just you like, all right, ah, uh, yeah, maybe this one will work, and and you go there, and there's not even a house there, like you said. Yeah, yeah, gotta know. So yeah, you I having know. you having that insight, man, was 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 golden. And at the time, that was the only place you could get it was there. So here we go again. On certain days out of the week, everybody that was other people that was coming to officer would come in there, and they would go through the files, but they never could get through all of them because there were so many. Okay. And we used to pass the files around, like, "Oh, you finished with this one? Okay, passing that one." So one day I, I got up and I say, "Listen, why why are all of us in here looking at the same files? Like, I go through it." I write down what I need to know and I pass it to you, you pass it to him. Everybody's driving down here, everybody's paying for parking, everybody's spending a half a day or a whole day just going through this file for this one officer. Yeah, it takes all day. I say, why don't just one of us do it and give the information to everybody else? Mm. And everybody looked around and was like, well, who's going to do it? <laughs> Listen, I, I, you know, I'm not biased to anybody because the difference was a lot of those guys was looking for the information for themselves or for right. their for their personal investor. Right. I was the only one who didn't have an investor there. Got I was you. just looking through the files and looked through them. Yeah, Got you. So Got you. Got everybody you. agreed that I would be the guy to do it, and then I would sell them the information. Wow. So, here started our tax deed information business. Mm. We started selling the the research to the auction, and that business itself ended up getting up to almost eight to ten grand a month. Wow, okay. that is so that's so dope. That is so dope. God, yeah, we, listen, I'm loving man. that. I'm loving that. I'm loving hey, that. What is called truck and hustle? Truck and hustle, man. Oh, I'm loving that. I'm, we we hustle, hustle, baby. That's hustle right there, we boy. We it wasn't easy, but that, yeah. that money sound, that money sound good. It, it, was, it was a lot of work, but, but we, we built it up. You, oh, guys right. found, you found a problem, man. Found and people problem. Yeah. don't understand. If you find a problem yeah. and you become the solution to that problem. There you go. Man, yeah. there you right. go. And, yeah. and, that, and that's what happened. So not only I'm selling it, so check this. I'm selling it like everybody, but just give me a hundred bucks. Everybody give me a hundred bucks. But, so I do the research once. I take it back home to them, and then they start Xerox copying everything to give out to everybody. Because this is before we could really send a lot big files through the through the internet and stuff, right? Okay. So, so we found a way eventually to compress it and email it. But not only am I doing that, so then I got wise with it. I say, wait a minute. For those that didn't want to pay, I start bumping the prices up two to three hundred dollars. So then I had people saying, well, listen, two to three hundred dollars is too much, and I don't even know if I'm gonna win something. So I say, okay, how about this? You give me $50 or $100 up front. If you win, now I need $1,000 for you winning minus the 100 that I charge you up front. So now I'm making money like that. You're getting royalties now. Yeah, yeah I'm getting royalties. You know, we, 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 we getting royalties. So then, check this out. Then I took it to the next level. So now we all, because back then, the officers was in the, in the courthouse room. So it's a small room. You got 40, 50 people, mostly uh, a lot of Orthodox Jews yeah. at the time. This Miami, a lot of yeah. Cubans, oh, Colombians. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. I was the only black dude in there, pretty much. Yeah. Most okay, of okay. Yeah, me and one other guy. Yeah, they used to think I was a rapper. Uh, so I used to come with my cap on, yeah. you know, jeans, and I'm just chilling in my Jordans or whatever. So, yeah. right. so then what I realized was because I was the guy. Here go relationships again. Watch this. Okay. Because I'm the guy who's doing all of the research for most of the people in here. I'm the the common denominator, right? Right. So here we go again. Everybody's bidding on the same properties, right? 
So the opening bid is ten grand. Well, before it's over, this house is bidded up to eighty or hundred grand because we all bidding against everybody's bidding against each other. I'm not bidding, but they are. Right. So I say, listen, guys, why are we doing this? Why don't we do this? How about this? Let's just try this. We're gonna let him get this property. We're not us six right here. Don't bid against him. Okay. Go to him. I go to him and say, listen, you got to give everybody like two to three grand in this group right here. They're not going to bid against you. Mm -hmm. So now instead of this property getting bid up to 80, you got a few people you got to bid against, but most likely you're going to be able to get this property probably about 40. Okay. You're going to save you almost 40 grand, maybe, maybe more because less competition, no competition. Right. I don't want everybody saying don't bid on this. one. I'm going to pay you two grand. Okay. So now you just got to shoot me. 10 to 15, on top of that, you're still going to save about 25 to 30, and now you ain't going to have it. It did. It happened one time, and it worked. Wow. Give me the money. I shot everybody money, kept two, three grand for myself, and then now next go-round, we're going to do it for him now. So you don't bid, you don't bid, you don't bid, you don't bid. Right. We're going to let him right. get it. Right, right. You know, Every, everybody wins that way, man. Everybody, everybody wins that wins. way. Wow, that is, that's genius, man. That is and I was leaving the office sometimes with 10 grand just that day, just from, just from doing that. You know what I mean? Wow. So, you know, as always, somebody get greedy and, uh, yeah. you know, it, 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 it didn't last too long, uh -huh. but it, it, it worked. But all of these different ways, and then we start doing Dade County, Broward County, Palm Beach County. We're doing the tax fees for every... And we used to go and bid for them. Yeah, then I started bidding for investors. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. it, it's, it, it just, it just, it just grew and grew and grew. And um, actually, one day, um, this lady came into the tax deed office while I was actually doing the files. I'm like, what are you doing over there? I'm like, tax deed files. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm in the foreclosures. I want to do tax deeds. And this, this was during the time we were still staying with... The, the, the people that we had met at the church. Yeah, we okay. were making all this money. Yeah, we were, yeah this okay. before, yeah, I'm reminded that. This before we started yeah. making all that money. That, that, that sort of yeah, happened. Yeah, we were still poor. But, <laughs> but uh, she was like, hey, man, you know, come to my office tomorrow. You know, it's in Brickle. That's a nice uh, part of town in Miami. It's in Brickle. Really nice. You know, come there. We want to talk to you about doing tax deeds for us. Okay. Now, to rewind a little bit, we were staying with a friend in Overtown. And if you know Overtown in Miami, that's that's the hood hood. You know what I mean? Okay, that's, okay, that's okay. one of the roughest places in Miami. That's the first 48 spot. One of the first 48 yeah. spots. Got yeah. you. Got so you. Got you. There with a friend, but the Is that near, uh, what's that? Pork, pork and beef? Pork and beef. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's, yeah. Liberty yeah. that's Liberty City. Liberty oh. City and Overtown. Liberty City all day. Always be people, right? <laughs> they right. Be okay. Okay. But we were staying with a friend there, and the crazy part about Overtown is if you up, if you up in a high enough apartment, you can see downtown in Brickell. Oh, you can see the nice area. Yeah. So a friend of ours used to stay with, I used to look out her balcony every night and I used to look at this building they had built, beautiful building in Brooklyn. Yeah, I was it's, like, man, ooh, if I could just stay there, I thought it was a, I thought it was just like condos or something. Okay. So fast forward, this is about a year later, I meet this lady. She gives me her card and tells me to come meet her in the office on Monday. Lo and behold, when I pull up to the address, it's the building that I had been building. looking at. Of course, of course, ago, of course, right. Every night. Right, yeah, right. What, what are you doing? You got to right, sit the 22nd floor. Yeah, like the, yeah, the 22nd floor. Wow. Uh, long story short, I end up working with them, buying over a million dollars in tax deeds mm -hmm. for them that year. Um, this is like we were just at the time we were getting the, the research business going. So now I'm buying for them. I'm doing the research for other people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they had bought an apartment complex that they wanted. They needed management in the hood. Mm -hmm. And they, they honestly, they couldn't do it. 
Right. So they came to us and like, would you manage this? Right, 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 right. And that's what started our management. So once we did that, we started doing first right of refusal with people that we were buying from the tax deed. So I'm like, if I buy this property from the tax deed and I win it, not only I need the research fee, I need the the the, the royalty, as you the, say. The, the royalty, the royalty. And I need first right of refusal to manage this property. So if I, if I have to be the first in line to manage it, which I can now make 10%, 8 to 10% of the rent from it. Wow. So this is what Hold on. One second. Like, like what, how, did you, how did you start to think like this, man? Because like the, the, the way you came up with these different ideas to, to create these businesses on top of businesses, inside of businesses, like how did you start to think like that, man? Like where did that come from? I've been always, man, Sandy, I'll tell you, I've always been like a... A solutionist. I, that's what I call myself. But you used to like, get a lot of information from your dad. Yeah, my dad used to always pump in. Uh, yeah, my dad used to always pump in every situation. Mm-hmm. Find ways to to grow in that situation. Right. Uh, don't don't ever just look at one way. Find ways. How do I expand this? How do I how do I take this to the next level? And believe it or not, what I what I know now that I didn't know then was how to make it passive. Right. Mm. Back then, I was always trying to. I kept thinking. You know, how do I come up ways to work harder, to earn more income, to to work harder physically? Right. Right. How many more hours I can do? What I drilled in us. That was drilled in us. What I didn't know was how can I make this passive? Right. Now, even then I started to scale, but didn't know what I, I didn't know what scaling was. I didn't know what I was doing. So even with the research, once I started managing apartments, we and her together, I turned over the research to my kids. Okay. Okay. my oldest daughter, my, my middle daughter, Sandy would help them. I taught them how to do the research on the tax deeds, and they would do it, and then I would just hand it to the investors. Gotcha. And so my daughter made one huge mistake. Oh. <laughs> a huge mistake, you know. But, you know, bless her heart, man. But it, it almost... It, what, what happened? What was the mistake? I know the people like, what, what, you can't leave that loop. You got to close that loop, man. All right, man, so... So yeah, so what happens is with these tax deeds, remember, they're liens and things like that on them. Right. One of our jobs was to, put the, you know, for each property, you write down how much the lien is. So the investor knows how much the lien is if he's going to invest in it. She and mixed, the parcel And the parcel number. She mixed one of them up. So on a property that she, she said had no liens, it actually had a $50,000 lien on it. Okay. A $50,000 $50, lien. Yeah. With just numbers. Yeah. yeah. She just mixed up the numbers, That's right? When she was running the thing. Got you. Investor went and bid it on the property mm-hmm. and won it mm-hmm. and didn't find out until after he paid that it was a $50,000 lien on it. Ooh. And he's like, wow. what happened? Like, you, you missed this. And I was like, wow. oh my God. I called my daughter. I say, that's it. You gotta leave. You gotta get out. <laughs> I know you wow. did. You gotta get out. Fired. You're fired. <laughs> you gotta get out. You're fired. You know? <laughs> fired. Get out. You know. But um, I mean, it's it's amazing. Here we go again. No, watch I, how this works. I had, oh, you got to get ready. Watch how this flip. I had Man, built God, such a amazing. great relationship with this guy, Man. and over the over the time, had made him money doing the research. Well, <laughs> he literally said, "You know what, Pocky? Don't worry about it." Yes, I, he I, did. I, I figured out. Oh like, my God! Wow. Way. Oh, and tell it, him how you made him money. Eventually, I started helping him buy more property, <laughs> and he started to become one of my capital partners yeah. to invest with me. Wow, that's crazy! That yeah. is crazy. That is crazy. better relationships again, yeah, man. And integrity. And integrity. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. Integrity. I, 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 I say, listen, man. 
I effed up. Like, right, right. I, honestly, any excuses? Just yeah, owned up yeah, to it. Like, yeah. I, I didn't even, I didn't even tell him about my daughter. Right. I didn't even say my daughter. I was, man, I, I messed up. It yeah. probably was one night late, maybe. Right. <laughs> I wrote the wrong number. Right. I messed up. And yeah. again, to this day, men, this guy's still good friends. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and and it, it, you know, but that's that was a part of it. So we were doing all of that, managing properties and all these different things like that, and. Fast forward, um, the opportunity came because things were getting so tight in in South Florida with with properties like it was just it was too saturated. So I started looking for deals outside of South Florida, and long story short, I ran across a hotel in Jacksonville. Okay. And I went to the guys that I was originally partnered with, and they was like, Nah, I don't. Mm -mm, that's too far. And I ended up one of these same investors. I literally was going to him to give him the research for the next auction because this guy I used to go to his house. Okay. I used to go to his house and drop it off to him personally. You know, we just, here we go. It was a relationship. Instead of me just emailing it, I, I built that relationship with him. Gotcha. And I never forget right before I was about to walk out the door, he was like, Hey, you got anything else? Like anything else coming up? Like other than this stuff at the auction here? I was like, well, you know, there's a hotel in Jacksonville, 170 units, you know, Oh, really? Tell me more about it. So I tell him about it. And, um, you know, I'm like, he's like, what do you think it's going to go for? I say probably at least a million dollars, maybe 1.1 1 .1 or something like that. It's 170 units. Like, you right. know, I'm not knowing the Jacksonville market at the time, but I'm like just thinking it got to be at least a million dollars. For sure. So, so he said, okay, well, we'll talk about it. A few days before the actual auction is when he said, you know what? Let's go for it. And I was like, you sure? He's like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I say, he say, we may or may not win it. He said, I doubt we win it, but let's just go for it. Okay. Our number was to stop. He was like, I'm not bidding more than 600000 So I'm like, I almost like, you're just wasting time. You know? <laughs> right, 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 right. But if you want to do it, fine. Right. Bruh, we won the auction for $550,000. Wow. And when we won it, I'm like, whoa, whoa. what do we do? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. What, what do we do? And he, I'm like, I don't know. So at the time, we we had the option. Remember, I have the first right of refusal. First right of refusal. Right. I get my money plus I have the first right of refusal to manage. Right. Okay. Yep. So he was like, Hey, Pocky, you can manage this thing. You know, I know it's Jacksonville, so you know it's it's just getting up. Only 20 units or 23 units out of this 170 is up and going. So I know you're probably gonna need some form of a salary. You know, you can't just get a percentage and think that's going to take care of you or whatever, whatever. And here, here's, here's where the light bulb went off. Because up to this point, I had made a bunch of investors a lot of money buying properties for them via the tax deeds and other ways. I had made them a lot of money by uh, managing their properties. I had made them a lot of money by project managing. I project managed the rehab of that, that, that apartment complex and didn't even know, didn't even know I was project managing. Right, 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 right. You know, I was just in charge of the guys. He was in charge of the guys doing the work and we didn't even know that's what it was. Right. So the light bulb went off and said, you know what? When are you going to have ownership in something? Mm. So you used to have this ownership when you were flipping properties back in 08, you know, uh, the tax deeds and all this. This is now 2013. And you, you know, you don't have any ownership. You lost everything. Right. When are you going to get ownership? And the light bulb went off and I said to him, listen, I can't go to Jacksonville and do this on a salary. I need to have ownership in this hotel. Oh. If I don't have ownership, I can't do it. 
go back to relationships again. Mm. It wasn't even him. His wife, his yeah. wife said to him, he because at first he was like, oh, you know, I don't. his wife said, you got to give it to Pac. Mm. Look what he's done for us for the last few years. Right, right. Look, look at all the deals that he's got for us. Look at, look at the properties he's taking care of for us. Look at all of this stuff. Right. You have to give him this opportunity. Yeah. So, you know, I ain't going to put him out there, but being the Jew that he was, you know, <laughs> you know he came in with that little, oh my God. I give you 5%. <laughs> You know, five percent. You know right. they go keep that money. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't even fault them. You know, five percent. Right. Five percent like, uh, ain't gonna get it. You know. Right. So, you know, I I went in. I need forty. You know, <laughs> I knew forty was never gonna happen. But right, right, I right. Out there, and he's like, oh, I can't. Of course, I can't give you forty. Long story short, we settled on twenty-five percent. Okay. Okay. But I also negotiated not only the twenty-five percent ownership. I still need the salary. Uh-huh. Right, 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 right. Ownership, I'm not going to get paid this money what? until this place until is sales. Right, right, right. On sales, really, mainly right. when it sells, when right? When it sells, yeah, 100%. So it might take us a year or so to build this up. I can't not feed my family, so I need the salary. And the last, the last negotiating thing that we did was I need 100% operating control, meaning I don't need to call you every time I need to do yeah. something. I need to Ooh, operate so this hotel and I have 100% control. Yes. He agreed to it. We got it going. We took that hotel from 23 units to 125 units, and we sold it about three years later, back in 2016. We sold it. Uh, I ain't going to put that number out there, but. Hey, I, you know, hey. We sold it. We, for a, yeah, nice, a, nice, a nice round number. Yeah, a nice round number. <laughs> and um, we, took, we took a few months off, and. Um, January 2017, we launched Hood Estates on Instagram. Mm. That's that was the start of Hood Estates. Wow, wow. Yeah, wow. I launched it while she was asleep. See, and I just jumped out there and did it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and you know, here we are. Like I, 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 I'll take us from here after she gave her story. But you know, because <laughs> because I'm, I'm coming to you next, Sandy. Yeah, yeah. Because, because oh, yeah. I, I, I didn't I didn't hear. When, when when Pocky met Sandy at all oh, in the no. story, I, you just were there. I was I'm, I was waiting, so the floor is yours. All right, so hey, right, so we it's crazy. We met. Um, I met Pocky when he was five, believe it or not, on three different five, five years old. Five. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right. So yeah, yeah um, this is this is for real. This this yeah. love. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, well, definitely. Okay. He crossed my path five, three different times. Once um, with my really close friend girl, his her grandfather was his piano, piano teacher. teacher. Yeah, I took piano lessons. So he was five. taking piano lessons from five like, to seven, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then my god sister, um, we were going home from school, and she said, I got a babysitting gig, and she was his babysitter. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. So I met him then. Right. My mom. Um, got invited to this church by her co-workers, which is his grandparents. That was my grandparents' church. <laughs> so, I'm like, I didn't run into this kid over and over and over and over. Mind he's still, this like, there's no relationship. It's just, he's in the same circle as my friends okay. and family. So, and this was over the years. This was yeah. from five to 10 to 12, right. you know, each of these times. It's, 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 it's got you. Older, yeah. Right. Got because you. I'm, I'm actually a little, a little older than he is. Just a little. But, um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, then from that point, um, we started uh, we started dating, and um, I, I honestly, 
So I, I wanted Pocky to pursue so many things um, because he has scholarships in baseball and music. Okay. But um, I had a daughter and he didn't want to leave her. So he stayed back. And that's when he went and got a job and we was, you know, we was in college together. And uh, from that point on, um, I have always been there to support him in the music. Uh, and every other off in the music, from the music <laughs> to the real estate, I have always been that partner to groom him and get him there, support him, affirm him, and all those things like that, and going through the rough times. But I can truly say, um, he's an amazing man uh, to love someone 100%. like me. Because uh, I, <laughs> I am bullheaded. I have not always been this amazing woman that I am. Today. <laughs> I mean, you see them girls that's loud. Popping at, yeah, doing all that stuff like that. I was right. at husband, but he right. loves me. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. So, um, go ahead. And, and I can tell you, he didn't. He left this part out. Pikey was the Huxtable. So he, you know, he grew up like Bill Cosby and, and, and Claire was his parents. You know what I mean? So <laughs> he wanted, he wanted, yeah, right. hey, hey, he, he wanted to say, yeah, he was, he was born. Hold on. So you exposing his project story right oh, now? <laughs> he was born in the hood because his parents then wasn't who they were at, once he got older. Right, right, but right. They, they went into their own fields, which turned into a, a full-time architect, the, one of the first yeah, owned, fully owned black architect firms in Miami. Wow. was a school teacher for over 30 years. Yeah. Wow. Back when teachers used to make a little money. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And they made enough money for him to have a maid. You feel me? Oh, uh, he have a maid. He had a lady that came and came once every two weeks. He lied. And a maid. If you, if you find somebody at podcast, he always spreads that, that week an extra week. This guy got his drawers folded and how I mean myself. I am a street hood girl. Oh my god. <laughs> my drawers with me. Yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so at the end of the day, I mean we we mixed together. We grew up in church together. We we ran in the same circle. Um and we grew from that point like that. Uh I think our love has got us through this. Most important, I think God has, has been the forefront of our, our whole relationship through the good and the bad. And one thing I always tell everybody that we bank on is our friendship. This mm -hmm. is my best friend mm -hmm. in the whole world. And he knows everything about me. It's crazy. We know, we, we told each other, we know more about each other than our own parents. Yeah. Right, right, <laughs> right. Been alive so long. I moved in with her when I was on my, on my 18th birthday. He, on his birthday. On my 18th birthday, yeah. <laughs> Wow, okay. That was his birthday gift. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the movie. Yeah. That, that was his birthday gift. Hey, he, so all that love us in our church people. Listen, he, he was shacking just for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. But, I mean, overall, he gave you our backstory. Um, I was I have always been, like, uh, his, I always been, like, uh, his backbone, you know, to help him and, and push him through, even when we were homeless. I told him, I saw him, I, I tell this story all the time. I saw my husband going into a funk and I was like, I can't allow that to happen. And I went out because he couldn't get work. I went out, I got two jobs. Yeah. Yeah. And I brought my checks home to my husband as if they were his. Mm -hmm. wow. And all I asked was $25 to get my nails done because it's the first thing people saw because I was a clerk. So <laughs> my fingers, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I had to make sure my hands right. Right, right, right. I mean, I brought my checks home to him to make him feel as if he was the one providing until he got on the speak, and that's what I did. You know, I've always been, I've always been his partner. Mm. Yeah. So, so, and, and, and earlier, Packy, you mentioned that, you know, you're, you're, you're like the dreamer, you're, you're the jumper, right? That's, mm -hmm. that's what you called it. And, and, and Sandy, you're the organizer, right? Yeah. 
So, so, so that's basically how you guys work together and mesh. So, so how is that? Like, how is that relationship? Like, give me some day to day. Like, how, how do you guys, are you guys get along? Are you guys what? at each throat in the office? Like what's what? going on in, in the Hood State's office? Give me some behind the scenes. <laughs> oh, I have different slides. Let me tell you. Cause y'all are smiling right now. Everything looks good. Boy, but I'm going to that all, all the time. <laughs> all filthy. You hear me? <laughs> this hair is so dyed. You know what you want to say? It's so really. You hear me? Right. It's all, it's all kind of shining this under here. You hear right. I, I believe it. I believe it. And, and, and this mouth is right now covered in the blood of Jesus. You <laughs> I believe that right there. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, you know, listen. Any any people any two people that are together, we literally together twenty-four hours out of every day, pretty right. much. It's funny. Like the other day, she went and got her nails done and I got my hair cut, right? Okay. okay. We're separate for about an hour. And we're like, wow, I really missed you. Like, yeah, just that because we're so, you know, we're so used to being with each other. And I think if we wasn't best friends, we definitely oh, would have, oh, you know, yeah. somebody would work. probably be dead or something. Oh, like that. yeah, this one works. But, uh, you know, like everything, like uh, what we try to do is separate, separate mm -hmm. business, friendship, and like marriage in a sense. So when it's business, definitely I know she, she recognizes my strengths. And, you know, what I think about, and I recognize her because um, she's very discerning. So there's times in business relationships where I'd be like, hey, I got this opportunity, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, hmm, that don't feel right. That don't sit right in my mm, spirit. Mm. That person doesn't sit right in my spirit. You know mm, what I mean? Mm. And in the beginning, I used to be like, man, you got to get this money, man. Who cares? Right, 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 right. You know? Wow, and, and wow. <laughs> in maturing over years... I realized I look back that every time she told me that we never either made no money, the relationship was horrible. Mm. So now I, I heed her advice. Uh, and, you know, even now we still, we still work on things, meaning it's still not perfect. Like, oh, it's a journey. yeah, it's still a journey. She knows her strengths. I know it's mine, but you know, we, we, we activate them, but sometimes, cause guess what? We're still human. Yeah. So ego takes place, mm -hmm. you know, seniority or, or, well, you know, I'm the one that knows most business, so right. this this is what it's going to be, you know. So, you know, we, we go through that, but I think at the end, one of the biggest things that we learned was to literally separate it and say, you know what, whatever's going on business, that has nothing to do with our marriage. So we if we got to role play and turn off that switch and say, listen, we couldn't figure that out business, but I need my wife or I need my husband. Let's right. go out on a date. Let's watch a movie. Let's... let's enjoy each other as a, as a couple have nothing to do with business. Now tomorrow, you know, we, 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 you know, we'll go back to it. You know what I mean? And vice versa. If me and her are at odds because, you know, maybe I left the toilet seat up again. You know what I mean? Like, listen, guys, you're going to do it. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. But don't lie yeah. and talk about right. somebody else did it and ain't, ain't nobody in the house. Right. 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 It's just him here. And he'd be like, babe, I swear it wasn't me. Wasn't me. No, if you didn't see me do it, it wasn't me. Right? You know, you know, we're able to put that aside and say, okay, even though, you know, we're not feeling each other right now, we got to handle this business. But this, you know what? This has to happen. But I can tell you this too. You know, one thing with, and it, this comes with growth, and it comes with trust, building, 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 building trust in your love, because love is a choice, not a feeling, mm -hmm. and building trust in the fact that you know what? I have planted seeds. That I'm hoping that can harvest in this time that we can be silent. Right. In this time that we can, everything don't have to be figured out because there's a problem in, in, up front. Right. Because there's a problem present, 
doesn't mean that it has to be figured out now. Right. And right. I think that's where a lot of relationships break off because they, they try to handle things immediately. And that's, some, some things have to be still for a minute. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, and let it settle because a lot of emotions are high. Because you what you're feeling is true. Yeah. It's, it's yours. It's what you're feeling. And that right. person may not be interpreting what you're feeling. Oh, man. Not that they don't care. Yeah. It's just not able to interpret what you're feeling at that moment. So yeah. you need to take time and just let it settle. And if you're a spiritual person, you got to go to God and say, God, let them, in, in, let them interfere with this. Yeah. I need them to have an understanding of what I'm feeling. And once they get it, and then when God is sending you back to go talk to them, then that ear be ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not always time when you barking or you're trying to force something on somebody. You got to let it take place. Yeah. yeah. So when the person's open, they'll receive anything. Yeah. When yeah. a person's closed, they can't receive nothing. Right. Man. What is it? It, yeah. takes, it, take, it takes time. Everybody processes things differently. Uh-huh. And everybody needs their time to process. And like what you said is so important. Like, like people need to listen to that. Some relationship advice. That's a relationship bomb right there. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> for, for, for married couples, because I'm, I'm, I'm married as well. And okay. so listening to y'all, man, you remind me of my, me and my wife so much. It's crazy. You know, down to the fact that my wife is older than me. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? Uh, she's she's a little bit older than me, also. We just, we just wiser, baby. Whatever. Right, right. right. Well, she's and she, and she's definitely wiser than me. And right. When you said that, um, you know, your your wife look look looks after you. In other words, she sees things that you don't. Like women are in tune in a different way than men are. We're we're, we're wired differently, and they see right. they see the future, man. Yeah, and I, and I, I've learned to just yield to my wife, man. When she tells me. Like this ain't right. This ain't gonna work. I'm I'm with you, babe. Cause usually, right. if she sees something in somebody, yeah. she's a hundred percent right. Yeah. She's a hundred percent right, man. And it's crazy. And when and when I listen to y'all talk, even down to what you just now said, Sandy, about needing that time. Like you know, we were just talking to a pastor because we had a little bit of a tiff over something silly. You right. know. What I mean? And yeah. the thing was, to me, it was silly, but to her, it wasn't silly. No, right. So, right. so I'm taking it like this is not a big deal or whatever the case. You're like, wow, but but. For her, it is a big deal. So I had right. to understand to respect that, you know what right. I mean, and 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 give her her time to to settle, and 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 then in, in turn, you know, I take my time to process, and then we could talk about it and and, and right. handle it. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you preaching to me now. You preaching? <laughs> I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be telling you something. You pour into me, like I take it though. Yeah. Listen, man. Let me tell you something. In in, in business, I'm an entrepreneur as well. In business right. relationships. The most important thing, man. If you ain't got it right at home, Ugh. I mean, what, at the end of the day, what are we doing it for, man? We doing it yeah. all for family, right? right. So, right. so, so right. If, if if the home isn't stable, you know what I'm saying, and that's not solid, then 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 all of this is really for it nothing. Does. It crumbles, so man. So you know what I mean? You know, I can, I can put this on there too. Like even with our discernment, sometimes if your wife is a discerning woman, sometimes you know, I, I go, I tell Pocky, I go on my words so that I can be able to have an understanding because sometimes we do have to, sometimes we do have to cause ourselves crossing, crossing paths with people that, that may not be settling inside of us, mm-hmm. but God will bring the unjust to bring the just the money mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. bring the just the wisdom right? or bring the just the knowledge. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't mean that we're supposed to settle in it. And you guys as men, y'all, y'all are settling in so much because y'all winning. Mm. But it don't mean to stay connected so long. It just get what you need and get out. Mm. They bring you something to, re- to take away, not to grow with. 
And I think sometimes y'all as entrepreneurs, y'all think it's about, oh, it's the scrolling, the sewing season. It's not always that. It's about, let me get what I need, and I might need this to plow it. Right. Not just, I need this now. I'm going to plow, plant seeds, and now we're going to grow together. No, that's not right. what that's happening. Because they bring in something that's not, they bring in something that's wicked, but you so covered, it can't touch you. Mm. You're able to take something away. Mm. You mm. understand what I'm saying? Mm. And that's I think cut. that's where when we were younger, yeah. he didn't understand that. Yeah. Because he always saw things in a business fashion, and I was always in the spiritual realm. Yeah. Mm. If I was out there in that secular world doing all those things like that, I swear, I used to get up at 530 and he'll find me in my words. I may be crazy. I may be wretched. My mom <laughs> might be in my teeth. But you better know I was in my words. Right, 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 because right, I right. That, because I, it was always about our children. I wanted to break generational curses. Mm. I knew God was going to use us for, use us for many things. And I, it's crazy that um, this pastor said this this morning. He said, you got to look at this. God never used perfect people. Because perfect people can't talk to imperfect people. That's a fact. So I was like, That's I was going right there. That's a I, fact. Knew, I know we were bound for greatness because ain't nothing perfect by standing. You hear me? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing. So I'm like, I don't know what God might say. We should have because I'm so cricket. <laughs> That's crazy, man. That's crazy. Let's. I, I, I want to stick to relationships a little bit, if if if, if y'all don't mind. Yeah. Um, Sandy, I'll, I'll talk to the men right now, uh-huh. or me, because um, you you have a king right here, obviously, right, a hundred percent. And um, I think right now, what 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 we're missing in our men, especially our black men, um, our black men are afraid to lead, right? And, right. and when I say lead, I'm not just saying lead as far as in business. I mean, like, lead their families. Um, and and, and, and it, it, we're missing that in the black family, right? Talk, mm-hmm. talk, talk to our black men right now for me about how important it is um, for, for, for a man to lead and what, what that means to you as a woman. I'm, I'm, I just want to hear, because, I mean, you, you, you sound very rooted in spirituality, and I just want to hear your, your take on that. I can say this. If, if, let me make sure I'm saying this correctly. A man is only afraid to lead if his woman is too aggressive. Mm. Okay. He has already given her the pants. Mm. So he has to know how, he has to be willing to lose and be okay with that. Okay. And say, you know what? I got to take my position back, but there's a chance that this can bring conflict there's a chance that she's not going to like this, and she's not. There's a chance that, you know what, I have allowed my household to get out of, out of control or allowed my relationship to get out of control because I'm compromising. See, we do a lot of, I'm going to tell you one of, the, one of the two most important things that we do in relationships, and mostly I'm going to tell you as men that y'all do. Okay. Y'all do a lot of protective lying. <laughs> I like that. I like. I like that. So what is? What is? Pre- I, I know what I'm interpreting it in, in that as. But what is protective lying to you? What is that? I think protect to me. What I have experienced with protective lying that I told Pachi that he could never do to me is that he used to keep things from me that he thought I couldn't handle. Mm. That wasn't his position. Yeah. Because yeah. what he thought I couldn't handle when he fell, I felt too. So if he was going to handle that. Almost cut. If he was going to handle that by himself, that's different. But when we go handle it together, you can't, you can't keep that from me. Because if I'm a reap, I'm a reap. But if I'm a sow that pain too, I think I should be involved. 
Mm. Hey, you know, Jamil, that's one of them. Uh, oh no, we good. Oh, we got plenty of money in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> we're good. Like, yeah. Oh, we're good. Right, Don't worry. right, 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 right. No. Right. Three days later, three day notice on the on the door. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh uh, man! To be cut oh no no, he used to hold. He used to hold the three day notice. <laughs> <laughs> I see the color, and he's like, "Oh no, baby, don't worry about this. I already told oh, you. Yeah, I got that. I already resolved, baby." <laughs> you see, because you know they come back the next day and put another right. Right, 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 right. They right. Back, right? Gonna stop. They not gonna stop. <laughs> Wait, hold on, baby. That's the yellow one. The yellow one means that's the fire. <laughs> oh, oh no, nah, baby. They already knocked that out. Right. That's protective lying. Right, right, you, right. You, you can't do that when you never gave that woman the opportunity to see how she can help. Yeah. You don't yeah. know how God was going to use her to now come and help lift you up yes. and get you. You don't, you don't even know how God may have connected me to somebody in the grocery store. Right. At the wash house. Right. You know, with my car wash. You don't know who I ran into today. Right. That God could have sent this ram in the bush to come and help you, but you ain't tell me because you lying. Yes. God don't get it. God don't get involved in confusion. Yes. Because you lying, he not gonna save us. Mm. Remember, we we come together. So I gotta carry this same whip because you lying. Right. That mean right. you that mean now you didn't took the position of God and told him I'm gonna handle this, and in the midst now I gotta handle the consequences because you didn't give me a chance to, to hear the truth. Mm. So that's what I call protective lying. And what and why do you think we do that? I, because y'all feel at some point that y'all failing or that y'all not protecting us. Y'all not securing us. Mm -hmm. You're not even about securing a bag. There is no, you, you think because a woman needs to feel secure and safe. And y'all know that that is one of the most important barriers that y'all broken when y'all can't secure it. But only a real woman won't hold that against you. Mm. Especially when she know your strength. Right. She won't be in your ear nagging and be like, oh, how we got here? <laughs> so they you understand? And that's what that's what y'all usually get. Men usually get that. They get that loud woman. Yeah. They're now about to tell you about well, I don't know how you got us here. I don't know like what what you spent the money on, like she wasn't there. Like she forgot too that she was spending it too. Instead of now saying, babe, what's the plan? Mm. How we gonna get through this? Mm. So that's a possibility, babe, that you might have to go into a woman's shelter and I'm gonna go stay over here with Cedric. Okay. Wow. It might be to need that. So, but how long, baby? It might be six months to a year. Okay, baby, that can work. But see, we're going to still meet on the weekends, and we going to still have family time. But I know this is going to be tough, but, babe, I promise I'm going to get you out of this. But you're going to keep lifting them up through that. Mm. But see, women don't want to stay and hold that man down like that when he's not giving you the best. Mm. Sometimes we don't know how to struggle with y'all, and that's when y'all, or we don't know how to um, take on that load with you guys. So that's why y'all are lying. Hmm. I like that. So you know what I mean? what's your take on that, Packy? What do you think about uh, men, men and, and, and leadership? Well, I think, I mean, overall, that's, that's what we're for. Like we're mm -hmm. built for that. Right. Mm -hmm. And going back to what she was just saying to me, um, we have two main responsibilities, the two P's to protect and provide. Right. right? That's, that's, that's our whole thing. And even in protection, I, I was explaining this to a young man a few, few months ago, protection is not even, physical mm -hmm. like we we think it's physical but let's just let's just think about it you'll go a lifetime and maybe only physically have to protect your family maybe once or twice in a lifetime to be if you really unless you're just out there doing a bunch of foolishness but how often are you gonna physically as a man have to physically do something to protect right them? right 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 See, that's what most people think guys when they say protect no protecting is protecting their hearts right. mm. their minds mm. you know? 
And there's a thin line between protective lying and trying to protect them overall. Mm -hmm. So protecting their hearts is and minds is, you know what, maybe instead of me just lying about this, how about I come clean with it? But I'm gonna protect them by saying, you know what, I actually have a solution. Right. So it's not just this happened, but here's a solution to this. So I think uh, us as men, like you said, there's a lot of pressure on us, especially it black is, men uh, in the community and society. We, you know, it, let's just be honest. It, it's a lot on us, you know. Yeah, for and sure. I think you got to realize a lot of this, you can't, you can't do something you wasn't taught. Remember I just oh, told you man. before I was yes. taught, you yes. know, I yes. tell people all the time. I, I, I grew up in a family. A lot of people who grew up didn't hear the word save at all, right? Man. Right. Hey, what it, so you expect the people to do something they never was taught, right? Right. I grew up in a household where I heard save, 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 but nobody said invest. Nobody. Right. Right. You know, I saved, but I never had no money because every time you would do that, it was something would come around. Right. right. So in what what I've learned is that you can't, like I said, you can't do something you haven't been taught. And us as men, especially black men, a lot of, we're let's just keep it real, we're behind the ball because yeah. we haven't been taught anything. Right. right. So you're expecting this guy to come in. And what we are taught is what we see through entertainment, media outlets, which is everybody's get the bag, get the bag, get the bag. Right. So now we end up taking penitentiary chances of getting the bag right. because right. that's all we think that you have to do. Right. The reality of it is, no, you don't. You know, even down to a lot of people say with us on, on, on Instagram, like, you don't do this, do that. I say, one of the things that we're trying to do, and there's nothing wrong, like, I, it's nothing wrong with... The, the the fancy cars, the jewelry, no. all those big things, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. No. What we're doing though is showing us and our biggest thing is I want to show the young man, the young woman, uh, that you can still be successful without those things. Right. 100%. Success for me is time with your family. Mm -hmm. That's success. Yes. Yes. That's what I wanna that's sort of what I wanna put back into our minds as as people in our community that Success is not always materialistic things. Mm. How much time do you spend with your wife? How much time do you spend with your kids? How much time do you have for your family, your friends? That's the most important thing we have. So this is why, again, even growing up, my dad was telling me, you got to earn, you got to grind, you right. got to earn, but nobody said anything about passive income. Right. Mm. You know, I don't think they even knew anything it, yeah, about that. It, it never was, yeah. So here we go again, going back to the point. You can't do something you wasn't taught. Right. So I think with us in the community now, one of the biggest things is to get the knowledge and educate mm -hmm. ourselves. This is why on our page, you know, it's not just real estate. It's not just trucking. You right. see, we put a lot of different things up about financial freedom, mm -hmm. passive income. Mm -hmm. We've been doing a savings challenge for going on two and a half years now. Right, yeah. Right. And people are like, oh, when is the challenge over? It ain't ever over. Never. <laughs> you know, it's going to keep going forever. Like, it's not a fad. Right. It's to invest. The right. Because 
as men, let's keep it real. When we are financially okay, us as men, good. let's keep it real. It ain't, it ain't much that gets us. Right, 100%. percent you, you right. think about it, yeah, we got a big storm over here now. I, I, I hear it. It's rumbling. Yeah. I hear it. I hear it. You got dropping all them bombs over there. That's yeah, yeah. And that is. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's us as men, if we can provide for our family, most, most men you talk to, that, that especially have a family, what's the most important? Man, as long as my wife and kids good, yeah. that's like our thing. As long as they got what they want, we good. Right. Even some men you hear all the time, as long as my mama good, right. as long as my sister good, as long as this thing. But you know what's missing? If you don't mind me interjecting real quick, you know what's you know what's missing? And I and I and this this the part I told Mikey that sat in me and I was I was about to shut down Hood Estates, oh my gosh, so many times. <laughs> and it it wasn't it wasn't personal. It was the fact that I was like, babe, how are we gonna get through this barrier of telling people that they got to build networks and they got to be able to, you know, grow with their families and all that stuff like that when there is no personal interaction. Mm-hmm. Social media and this whole fad has taken away so much of me sitting down having conversation with him. Right. Sitting out to the table having dinner with my children. Them having them I used to go to my friend's house and I used to have dinner with my friends <laughs> and their families. Right. That is so separated now. So when you we be talking about y'all got a network, y'all got to people don't know who to trust because they don't know who to talk to. Yeah. Because you really nope. It's really hard to have to get into somebody's face and 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 have a conversation. They don't even know how to have basic conversation. Y'all don't tell me I got to be a man. Right. Show me a man that I don't have to be intimidated by. Right, right, right. Show me somebody that can talk to me without talking down to me. Right. Or telling right. me that I need to that, that I need to get, you know, I need to I need to get my bag. I need to I need to I need to get my mind right. I need to get my education. But mm. I need you to spend some time with me. I tell people all the time this story. So many successful people used to come out of high school. And I promise you, I was so freaking bad. I ain't never, why? Well, they used to always kick me out of that assembly. <laughs> That's where people came. Because I, all, and it's crazy, it was embedded in my mind and my spirit. I never wanted to hear what they had to say. You know why? Because I'm only going to see you once this year. Right. You want right. to go come back and see about me. Right. You want to go come back and see about my fellow students. Right. You want to go spend no time and tell us or say, hey, you know what? I'm going to take 25 kids this week or this month. And y'all come and check out this business, see how this is, or somebody go sponsor somebody else to go see what another business looks like. Mm-hmm. You go spend, nobody's gonna do that. But yeah, you want me to stay here quiet, let me hear how special you are, <laughs> how strong you are, and how fabulous you are, and how much money you got. Like who get what? I used to tell them, I used to tear them up. I used to get thrown out. I'm talking about, it's not just me. I'm talking, you got hundreds of kids that you heard my big mouth. I'm like, that's BS. I, it was almost like I was a protester. Right. <laughs> I just thought it was garbage. Yeah. And it's not saying that they wasn't, but they wasn't speaking their truth. It was the fact it wasn't the truth for me. Mm. Because I, it, it almost like you just came to the showboat. Mm. And you made it out. But you made it out, but you're you not really coming back. You mm. just you just came here really to tell us what you did. Right. So our children right, are missing right, right. a lot of that. Yes. So they're missing that interaction. Yes. They missing miss having that. It, it's, it's mama not. You know why mama not home? Cause she works. Yeah. She made some bad choices about baby daddy. Yes. She made, even made some bad choices about her husband. So she can't be there. She so she got to work and she got to go pull that. She got to pull that weight. So now guess what? You got resentment from the kids. Cause you should have been in my game. 
been here to make sure that I wasn't on that corner, ma. And I told my kids straight up, I say, you sell drugs? I say, you got to worry about nobody robbing your ass. It's going to be me. <laughs> I say, I ain't wearing no hanging, wearing no slugs. I'm coming right down to rob your ass right now for all the dope man money. It's going to be me. It ain't going to be nobody else. It's me. You mean, you, I told my son that right there. I bet he ain't right, never. Right, right, right. I was going to Yeah. Because it just ain't made sense to me. Right. You know, you, you got to be in position. You got to be present. You got to be present. In order for somebody to know that that love. For sure. And to know that there's a relationship there. For sure. Time for sure. relationship, time, you know? Time. Yeah, yeah. Now, nah, because that's, when you were saying that, Packy, I resonated with that because, like you said, you can't do something that you weren't taught. And a lot of times, coming up, you know, um, especially in the black family, that's, that's my experience. Right. The, 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 fa the father thinks that as long as he provides. Right. His job, that's it. Right. Uh, right. The bills, the, 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 the water is running, right. the, the lights it. are on. That's you know, it. But, 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 but you haven't even scratched the surface yet. That's just what you're supposed to do, right? right. You you haven't even begun really being a father yet and, 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 and really, you know, doing what you're supposed to do for your family. So right. and, and, and a lot of our men, young men don't have that. And they're coming into the world not not being able to, they, they, they're lost. They, yeah. They're so lost. lost. You know true. what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, number one, you know, it's great seeing you guys here as a couple because w one thing that our young men need to realize is that your wife comes first. You know what I mean? Wait, 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 wait. Say that one again. Say that one again. Go ahead and drop my bomb for me. <laughs> <laughs> one thing that our young men need to realize is that your wife comes first, right? Your wife comes first before anybody. And I'm sorry, mama. I'm sorry, daddy. I'm. It, your, your wife come first. If you don't put your wife first, man, your, your family unit is not going to be strong. Right. And, and you hear all the time, hey, can nobody take the place of my mama and all. <laughs> look, look, mama brought you into the world to be a man and raise your own family, right? Mm -hmm. that, that, that's why she brought you here and you're supposed to go out. So until we get those fundamental, that yeah. fundamental knowledge, Right. You know, we're, we're just lost as a people, man. Oh, it's yeah. Like, what do you guys oh, no. like, <laughs> Listen, I know 40 plus old people right now I ain't gonna call no names, but y'all already know I know. Y'all already know I know who y'all are. I know, I know, I know a lot of my peeps. Right. Like, nobody come before my kids. Right. Well, I don't know when your man coming. Right. right. I'm just being honest. Right. I don't know when your husband coming. Right, right, just right. Just being 100 because at the end of the day, your husband come before your children. 100%. 100%. Kids are add-ons. 100%. You know what I mean? You know what's gonna happen? Shut when up. When they get when what? they get eighteen, nineteen, they gonna leave you. They gonna leave. <laughs> they gonna leave. And you gonna be sitting there looking at that woman that you neglected for exactly. eighteen years, and she gonna be like, "You ain't been here for me." What? I don't exactly. even know you. Exactly. What are we doing? I don't exactly. even know you. Right, right, right. Respect. I just saw this movie the other day. It's called Otherhood with Angela Bassett. Okay. It's called Otherhood, but it, it was it was titled Motherhood, and they took the M off and called Otherhood. And it was so it was so crazy that they were mothers that were trying to, what do you call it? Um, they were trying to get so involved in their kids' oh, life because yeah. they missed Mother's Day. Yeah. It wasn't everybody too busy. They got text messages, fake flowers, all this stuff. So at the end of the day, just to sum it all up, was that what they realized, they went and invaded each and every one of their son's lives. And they found out that, you know what? They children live in a damn life. Right, right. That's what happened. Right. And they, you, know what the, you, know, you know what the whole otherhood was about? Man, get your other life. <laughs> right. Mind your business. Right. Keep some wrong behind. Keep 
kids that had grown up to be adults. Yeah. And what you know what you know what helps me every day because I am very clingy to my kids. But I can tell you right now, my, my baby know he is he he be a batter in that bat with me. You hear me? Right. I can tell you what I say every day that these are human beings that need to figure it out. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's it. That's right. We have taught them enough. Now it's time to let the seeds harvest. That's it. Let them bump on their butt. Let them do it. Yeah. Let them do it. Let them set set them set us free. You hear me? Let's go. And 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 we have a bunch of baby boys out here, man. We have a bunch of men that are that are that are mama's boys that are still clinging to mama. Yeah. And how you gonna lead your family if you still clinging to yeah. mama, man? Yeah. If, if every time you get you have a problem, you calling mama instead of talking to your wife, yeah. or mama is interfering in your your marriage or your relationship. Don't forget, mama ain't got no husband either. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, oh, but, right but, but, but if mama did have a husband, she wouldn't be in your business. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If, if, and, and, and that's the problem. It's a vicious cycle, man. It's yeah, a vicious yeah. cycle. So it's like. You know, and, and that type of stuff is like, you can't, I don't know if you can make an Instagram post about that because people, yeah. you know what I mean? People won't well, get it. You, yeah. you tell somebody that your wife is supposed to come for your mama, they might, they might unfollow yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> that thing will go viral with so much hate. You better, get, you better put on your, uh, what you call your special vest. You better get ready, I wish you would. In this, in this bad time, yeah. they two are so opposite. Oh man, oh, man, I'm gonna go personal, baby. If you like what you heard, it's only going to get better. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a comment. Let us know what you want to learn or hear more about. Till next time, love is love, truck and hustle.